Welcome back. This is day two in the seven day marriage challenge. And today we're talking about communication. Awesome. So again, I'm Dita Shazer. This is Tia DeShazer. And we are the co-founders of Marriage is Wealth. We are, um, well, the founders of Marriage of Wealth. We are also taking a detour from the normal podcast uh, right. that we usually do with uh, Philip Thomas being the host. And we're getting on here and doing the seven day challenge with you guys. So hope you guys enjoy day two. Uh, day three, we're pretty much talking about what's stopping you from getting help. Um, we were just pretty much talking about a lot of people make excuses or they have too much pride or too much fear. We're just saying pretty much get help. You never know how it's going to help. Uh, even if you don't think it's going to help. Right. Today, we're talking about communication. So, Ooh, yes. Communication. This is a beast for many. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's still a challenge for us at times. And that's mainly because people, even though you speak English, you can still have a, you can you still be speaking a different language. Right, right, of course. I mean, people think that even when it comes down to like um, race, you know, a lot of people like to date within their race um, as a means to better communicate with that person, right? Um, however, you know, both of us are African-American. I was raised in Denver, Colorado, and he was raised in, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. So we have a completely different way of how we were raised, even within the same race. So communication is so important and it's so diverse and, you know, there's so much to it. But we're going to try our best to make it easy for you to understand and at least give you some takeaways to make your communication game a little bit better. So then why would you why would you say communication is important uh, just so people can see the importance of communication? What would be your uh, your thoughts on that? Because communication is really really important. Obviously we all know that it's important, but the reason why it's especially important in marriage is because it is the way that you tell your spouse what you need. Whether it be you're going through a tough time and you need to communicate to them that you may need to kind of take the back seat a little bit on a lot of the, the house duties so you can focus on your mental health or your physical health. Um, if you are having a desire in the marriage that is not necessarily being met, whether physically, you know, in the bedroom or um, in any other area of the marriage. So communication is very important because it helps you to guide your marriage back down that path that you both intended it to go down in the first place. And I keep looking at my camera to make sure it's recording. So <laughs> right. I don't want y'all to think I'm just creeping around the corner who's looking, you know. Right. We need <laughs> like, we need some rich friends so we can we can uh <laughs> we we can have somebody invest in our uh, our podcast. <laughs> so uh so yeah, that's why communication is important and communication mm -hmm. is also important because a lot of people don't even know it's a problem. You know, like in order for you to fight anything, you kind of have to see it. So, yeah. you know, uh, this is important to understand that communication is something that comes in between a marriage, any relationship, really, whether it's right. work, professional, or love. I mean, communication is such a important thing to understand and, and be able to tackle. Actually, <clears throat> I just wrote a book um, that we talk about that. It's called The uh, Marriage Unlocked. And T and I wrote this book, and we expounded on communication, broke mm -hmm. it down to the T to understand how it works when yes. it comes to the brain. Yes, textbook you know? style. Yeah, so you definitely want to check that out uh, when it comes to communication. But but yeah, this is uh, this is important to understand. And the reason why is because 
And let me give you an example, right? And this is what I talk about in my book. So you get a little bit of sneak peek, right? The biggest thing is to understand that communication works like a machine, right? It has a bunch of moving parts. And if you miss one part, then the machine may not work. So in other words, you know, for example, we talk about the context, right? Context is very important in understanding uh, how to communicate because the context means where you locate it, what's, what's possibly interfering the communication. Right. So the context is, you know, if we're in public, a lot of people like myself, I don't like having serious conversations in public. Right. And if Tia were to tell me, you know, babe, remember that time we argued and we're like standing in line at movie theaters or hopefully she don't choose to <laughs> do it on date night. <laughs> but if we're out in public around family, I just don't, the context is not comfortable to me. Right. So it's yeah. going to be very hard for you to communicate anything to me. Here's another one, a little bit deeper too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to claim that I'm ADD, but I, for, you know, uh, just because everything has to do with diet and your belief and everything. But I will say that I dealt with it for years and one of the things that i noticed challenge wise if she's talking to me it's it's and if she talks for a long time <laughs> i may lose i just my mind drifts it just drifts i'll start thinking about music or <laughs> what we need to be doing the next day mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know so the context is has to do as well as how how like you know um well that's a little bit different context but that has that plays a role too is understanding your partner and what they're able to understand or how long they're able to you know, pay attention. You right, know? right. Yeah, and I'm not I, saying don't cater mm-hmm. towards you. When, you. when you want to communicate, it's something you need to do. But what I'm saying is take that in consideration. Right, exactly. So one of the things that comes to mind that I hear a lot of couples um, do is like when you first come home from work, you know, or, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you just came from the office um, and your spouse is like, hey, um, you left the dishes out and blah, 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 blah. And now it's a never-ending argument that could have been avoided if the context was you know better laid out for example hey how was your day you know even if you're upset hey how was your day um great how was yours oh it was good okay well how about you get settled in take a shower relax a little bit but there is something that i want to run by you a little bit later if that's okay oh why not now because i want you to be because i want you to be fully relaxed when we have this conversation. It's nothing bad, I just wanna bring up something to you. Okay, cool. So then now you set the tone that your spouse knows that you want to communicate something to them and they can set themselves up to be ready for that conversation. So after they showered and they relaxed, you know, maybe grabbed a bite to eat, now you can say, hey, um, you know, I didn't wanna bring this up to you when you first came home, but you know, you left the dishes out and you know, we made an agreement that you know we would both clean up after ourselves so i just want to remind you of the priorities that we set in our marriage and this is a very yeah. simple uh, example right yeah too. very simple Noth- very obviously simple. you know uh it's it's all case by case but um you know it's and, and you know your spouse too because if she yeah. tells me she wants to talk to me about something two things are happening either i'm gonna try to talk about it right before i take a shower or i'm about to take the fastest shower i've ever taken in my life because i need to know <laughs> right. what, what the heck she needs to talk about so it's case by case, you know, you know your partner and it's, you know how to communicate to them as far as like, you know, what, like if they're like anxious people, you know, mm-hmm. then you know yeah. that you probably want to wait till they take a shower, hop in the shower and then, you know, you can bring it to their attention. But yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a very good example. 
having that conversation and two just you know there's nothing wrong with preconditioning the conversation as well mm-hmm. because what you should be doing is making sure that you're praying before and then if someone comes your spouse comes to you say we need to have a conversation then you need to pray as well you know if it's right, about right. you or not about you definitely want to pray and get yourself in the right headspace so exactly. you guys are overly sensitive and emotional and upset about certain exactly. stuff so because if you've ever prayed for someone it's kind of hard to be very very upset with them when you pray for them like imagine yourself just you know you're praying for your spouse and then you just still come and yell at them you know it's like it's weird you know it's awkward like i've just i've just went to god about this and i'm still coming to you upset so you know praying over your spouse or praying over the situation at first can really help to calm you you know before you go to your spouse about it yeah so that's definitely something to consider because like i said it's it's a whole bunch of moving parts mm-hmm. and you know you got the context you know, you have understanding that, um, you know, understanding how you're like, you know, not a lot of people like having conversations over the phone or texting. That's very, very unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. it, it have a serious conversation. Over, you know, the, you, you already know. I mean, if you dated in high school, you already know how that goes when it comes to conversation over text. So I definitely don't want to. So that what you would consider the channel of the conversation, mm-hmm. what, what that conversation is going through. Um, so those things you want to consider. And so, again, that's something that we work on. We break those da- uh, break those down uh, in regards to when we work with clients mm-hmm. uh, because it's hard. It's almost like you needing a referee when you're arguing because no, it, it's you both have your personal opinions and personal views and nobody's there to say, like, hey, you're wrong or right. that's wrong. That's right. You know, and. And it's so it's I almost want to make a funny, a funny video like uh, a marriage coach in the box. <laughs> if, yeah. If you, if you start arguing, uh, you can pull out this, you know, like a Jack and Boss start, you know, re, uh, spinning the thing. And then this ref comes out <laughs> right. and he's like, all right, I'm here. Right. Start arguing. I'm here. I'm here. And he's just all watching. Right, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put it. I'm going to uh, <laughs> put a pat on that one. That's funny. It's gonna be a marriage coach in a box it's gonna hop out. So anyway, but um, uh, so yeah, communication is definitely important because it's it's hard to communicate, and you know it's it's when you are arguing and there's nobody there to tell you that you're wrong, then it's just it has no boundaries, it has no walls, it can go anywhere, it can go from you know just walking away mad to you know being physical. Um, so right. you definitely want to make sure that you get help with the communication understand that it's real and not understand that it's not just communicating a thought because when you are trying to communicate a thought what you're doing is you're encoding a message right you're encoding a message to your partner or to whoever you're talking to and the issue is sometimes what you encode is not what they decode right yeah exactly it can be something completely different for example Right. And it's very important to be clear and concise in what you mean, because, for example, I may go to my, I may go to my husband and say, hey, um, you don't spend enough time with me. Right. And so to him, he's thinking, well, last night we just watched a movie. How do I not spend enough time with you? But in my messaging, you know, maybe he was on his laptop while we were watching the movie. 
And so I didn't feel like we really spent that quality time together. So it's important for you to be clear and concise with that message so that way he can decode it properly. Because right. if I fail to mention the fact that I was more upset at the fact that he was on his computer, you know, than it was about him not spending time with me, then he doesn't know how I feel, you know? And so he's just thinking like, wow, she's being ungrateful. I just spent the whole hour with her last night. But I'm really just upset because he may have been on his computer working while we were, you know, watching a movie. And let's so. be honest. I mean, women and men think differently anyway. So <laughs> right, yeah. What's serious to a woman may be nothing to a man, you know, mm -hmm. or what's, you know, joking to a man and not seeming that serious could be very emotionally disruptive to a woman, you know. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we it's it's one thing to understand that we're two different species in regards to, you know, male, female, but it's another thing to understand that it's a machine. And you have to understand, you really do have to understand how all those parts work, mm -hmm. um, you know, so you can be able to at least have some kind of awareness when something is not working right or something is not said right or something doesn't look right. You can have that awareness and say like, okay, I know that the context right now is our kids running all over this, this house, yelling and being loud. And, you know, and my husband looks frustrated. So let me let me not bring this up just yet or say hey can we put the kids down for a nap or whatever right um, yeah or you see your spouse is you know laying on the couch waking up from a nap mm -hmm. you know you definitely don't want to say hey you know why is this left out you know because you know they're just waking up you know you want to give them that time so you want to be able to recognize those you know those different times of days and those different feelings and emotions um, just by watching your spouse's behavior, you know, like me, every time I come home from work, first thing I do, I need 30 minutes to myself to shower, relax. You know, I meditate. I have a saying that when I, when you get home from the day, you take a shower and everything, you know, goes down the drain from that day. Anything negative, anything that disrupted your day goes down the drain. So that way you can be, you know, uh, present and, you know, in one piece for your family. And so if my husband sees me walking through the door from the office or, you know, from my job in the military, you know, he knows, hey, she has to get that time to, you know, let everything go down the drain before coming to me. And him is his waking up in the first thing in the morning. If I, if I wake him up, I get up very early. So if I wake him up first thing in the morning and I'm like, what did you do with this? What happened to this? And why is this? You know, that context is really going to throw him off, you know, like, for one, it's 5 a.m. You're the only one who gets up at 5 a.m. So why do you think anyone else is up and coherent and, you know, thinking clearly like yeah, you? I would like to get up. I'm not good. I would like to get up 5 a.m. one day, but yeah, it definitely don't happen for me. But well, lately I've been getting up at seven. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So communication is very important. Um, and here's a tip, too. If you don't know your love language already, understand the love language. Because I guarantee you, if your husband's love language is physical touch, you can whip that out like a like a weapon if you need to. Oh, so, yeah. you know, maybe I need to, you know, if he's upset about something, you know, and you're you're because of something you did, mm -hmm. then maybe you just don't say sorry. Maybe you put his your hand on his face and you say, I'm sorry for that. I was wrong mm -hmm. or his shoulder or you just come close to him and kind of hold him. You know, right. <clears throat> if it's quality time, then you don't have the conversation why the kids are around, right? If it's acts of service, maybe, you know, you make sure that the house is clean before your spouse comes home so you can have the conversation. I can go down the list mm -hmm. and it comes a love language, but 
That's why it's important to understand your love language because you can use that not only to progress the relationship, but you can also use it to prevent issues from getting worse. Right. You know, yeah. because if my love language is not physical touch and you're touching me to try to tell me like it's okay i'm like why are you touching me right, <laughs> like yeah. i used to be <clears throat> when i wanted to you know leave the marriage i used i never liked when she would sleep close to me in the bed i just didn't want to be touched um sorry if you hear that squeaking we have uh it's mr quintus he's a yeah, guinea pig, he's, a guinea pig. <laughs> he's putting in his two cents um i didn't want to be touched and i'd always be like you know get away from me you know now you know I'm, now i'm more grabbing on her you know <laughs> more yeah. so than she is you know so uh, you, it's important to know the love language. And if you're going to have a serious conversation, you can utilize uh, the understanding or knowledge mm-hmm. of what their love language is so you can best, again, uh, encode whatever message you're trying to have them decode. Right, right. Yeah, and that's really, 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 really important, you know, to, to be able to um, use that love language not only when you're trying to... Um, you know, get their attention or you're trying to make up for something, but use that when you need to better the marriage as well. Like, you know, you can use your love language when you have a difficult conversation. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that the love language is not just for, you know, the good times. It's also for those times where you need to have that difficult conversation. And sometimes you have to say, okay, you know what? I'm upset with this person or I'm upset at the way this is going in our marriage, but I'm still going to speak their love language because this is the best way to get through to their heart, you know, and not just coming at them like a raging bull. Well, you did this and you did that, you know, still speak their love language a because they're, bull. yeah, raging bull, <laughs> red bull. <laughs> a yeah, bull. yeah, you got to, I know them bulls will knock you over. You ever seen a matador with, you know, with the little red flag and they're like yeah. throwing it up, man, them bulls be ready. Um, but yeah, it's, it's extremely important to speak their love language, even when it times are hard, you know, because it makes the message easier to get through. <clears throat> and it, it's not just with your spouse, too, it's with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, context, all that stuff is important as well, uh, especially when you're trying to encode a message for a child. I mean, you know, I, I can't have a conversation with my daughter, you know, while she's watching TV or while she is uh uh, you know, distracted, whatever her sister is doing, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, kids, you know, you can utilize the same thing when it comes to kids. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more interesting that way. But uh, it's, um, it's, you know, because for them, it's more like, it's very much how you say it with them. Because kids, they don't understand language that much at a young age, especially where our kids are five and three. They don't understand language as well. So they really look for um, the emotion that follows yeah. whatever you say, right? You know, <clears throat> or how you say it. I'll give you. I'll give you something uh, that I had to reframe with my daughter uh, <clears throat> because, you know, she used to love cleaning the kitchen, but there was a moment when I got really busy, and I would tell her like, "Hey, I need you to go in your room and play," and I would be like, "Unless you want to stay out in the living room." You can clean. And she was like, no, I don't want to clean, you know, because I made it seem very bad. Right. Even now, if I'm not trying to use it as like a punishment, I'll still say, hey, do you want to clean? She goes, no, I don't want to clean. So I understand how to reframe people's minds, uh, especially my kids. But Mm -hmm. now if I get her to clean, I have to change my words, like use it like a key. And I have to say something like, um, uh, hey, do you want to help daddy clean? Right. She's more inclined to be like, yes, then 
if I say, do you want to clean? You know, if you say, help daddy do anything, uh, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's, she's Ooh, ready. Goodness. She's down. So <laughs> now I have to say, do you want to help daddy clean? Um, instead of saying, hey, do you want to clean or do you want to sweep? Um, so you have to be very careful what you say or how you say it or the type of energy you say it with when you're talking to your kids. Because like I said, they're mostly off emotions, you know, what they see on your face. Um, and if you know anything about mirror neurons, kids are very uh, intuitive to that. And that's pretty much like they, you know, when you look at a baby and you smile, typically they'll smile or you make a mad mm -hmm. face, they'll kind of get a sad face. Yeah. You know, children look at that. I, I see my kids look at my facial expression when I say something to see if I'm serious or joking or whatever, you know. So uh, that's important to understand when it comes to kids. But uh, we're here with the spouse right now. And but just so you know, we do have in our network as well people who special in uh, child education and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I know a lot myself. I wrote a book on raising kids, raising children, and I've just been gifted in understanding children. Mm -hmm. um, I can, I feel like I could take most anyone's child under the age of like seven or six or something and, and, and you know, uh, change them or help them, you know, change some yeah. patterns and stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, again, I haven't had, you know, uh, between that like tween uh, stage so I haven't really gathered information on that yet uh, but at the same time I do work with the youth as well you know so uh, I work with youth young adults you know um, young tweens to young adults so it's just everyone is different every age is different and you just have to be mindful like I said one of the things is um, what was the other one is um, when you're looking at um, the receiver, right? The receiver is the person who, uh, <clears throat> that's the person who is receiving the information, right? So if mm -hmm. I'm talking to her, she's the receiver. Um, I have to account for her, how she was raised, how she grew up. Mm -hmm. I can't just say something and expect her to understand it because me saying, hey, can you get uh the girl's dress for me right and this is just a quick example mm -hmm. uh she could look at as hey that's rude because i said hey or something maybe she grew up with her parents saying hey or somebody saying hey in the in the house and hey is like an attacker you know so right, that's like yeah. a very small example but you have to understand their culture a little bit and understand right. what how they grew up exactly like my one of the triggers that i think you have is when i say and this is most couples you know um if you say you always or you oh, yeah, never, yeah, you it, know, yeah. most people typically get very defensive. As that's soon as you say that word, you always, always you never, yeah. you used to, you should. Or not even, yeah, you should. Used one's not so bad. You should. Yeah, that is definitely one. I like that. We should definitely talk about, attack, you know, sharp yeah, words, you know, because exactly. you're right. Always and never. Those are the biggest ones that I don't. Right. It's immediately going to make the receiver feel as if they're getting attacked and they're immediately going to yeah. shut down so you know imagine going to your spouse and saying you know um why do you always leave the the toilet seat up they're immediately in defense mode because now you've attacked their you know the insecurity of right. always leaving the toilet seat up instead they of may saying, not even know right they may not even you realize that you know, you just always, or even then it's like, you know, even if that's something that they do tend to do a lot, you know, there's no point in 
consistently bringing up, well, you always, you always, you always. Right. You know, sometimes you have to remind your spouse a couple of times about certain things, and that's completely okay because the point of marriage, you know, or at least one of the points of marriage is for us to, you know, for one, grow closer together in Christ, but another point is to um, to build each other up and make each other stronger. Help each other grow. You know, so if I'm always mad at him for his failures, then how do I care about him becoming stronger? If every one of his weaknesses is a is a irritation, you know, for me, right. when I can simply say, hey, do you mind putting the toilet seat down? Even if I have to tell him 10 or 15 times, that day that he gets it, it's going to be like, yes. You know, like we've conquered that as a couple, you know, even if it's something small or something large. So communication is important, and like I said, it's hard to do it on your own. Eventually, you can learn certain triggers. You can learn certain mm-hmm. to become aware of certain stuff uh, where you can fight it on your own with you and your spouse. But before then, you definitely want to get the help right. because there's no rules to arguing when it comes to you and your spouse. There's no rules at all. The right. only rule maybe that we're aware of that you would be aware of, obviously, is, is physical because we know that's when we've taken it too far, mm-hmm. you know, but... All this other stuff, like there's no true rules, and so when there's no rules, then you can break them, or there's well, there's nothing to break. So understand this, and make sure that if there is communication issues, uh, always say you can contact us, Marriage is Wealth. We, or you know, even our community, we have a communication course that we will have as well that you can take too. So, mm-hmm. uh, but along with coaching, weekly coaching, uh, we can we talk about this stuff. So. Uh, this is day two in communication. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for being part. Like I said, I'm looking at the camera back and forth, make sure it's uh, not off. <laughs> uh, we right. want to do a video and, and uh, get video and stuff like that so uh, we can come with it differently, uh, multiple ways. So this will be on YouTube mm-hmm. um, as well as TikTok, Instagram, uh, and this will be on the podcast platform as well. So we thank you guys for being part of day two. Right. Day three tomorrow is going to be a very interesting one. <laughs> uh very controversial one uh and that's going to be uh the american marriage versus vaccinations is there a divide right the american marriage versus vaccination is there a divide so make sure you tune in tomorrow uh Mm -hmm. with that other than that y'all uh you'll have a great rest of the day or evening whatever time you listen to this